Welcome to the Blind Android Users Channel. This is your source for everything Android tutorials and demos, all from a blindness perspective. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel for more content like this. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Blind Android Users Podcast. This is episode 74, and today we are bringing you nothing but the apps. In other words, today is App Bonanza. This is May 7, 2022, and I'm Warren Carr along with my co-host. We have almost a full house today. We're glad to see Austin back, and we do have Fee and Doug Cameron. Hey, Doug, what's going on up there, man? Not a whole lot. Just, you know, keeping cool, keeping relaxed. It's nice and sunny out, so most likely you're going to be doing some yard work today. Fee girl. Um, yeah, it's good here. We've had mixed, we've had some sun and it, the sun's been going, coming out and going back in again. And yeah, it's been nice. My mum got a new phone this week. She got a Samsung Galaxy A53. So uh, I was on the phone uh, telling her what she needed to do and things because she was upgrading from a, a Nokia from a few years ago. So and she got very excited. She came for a visit on Thursday and she said, oh, I've got 5G. So she's beaten me to that. Um, yeah, London's lovely at the moment. Lots of flowers out. Spring's definitely arrived. Now, you were at a party last weekend. That's why you are not here with us. Did you have a good party? I did. And the week before, I went to a concert, and that was good as well. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm afraid, uh, I'm afraid those things came first those weeks. <laughs> They were both musical events. The party was a, a <laughs> choir party, so we did lots of singing and uh, playing different instruments. I took my accordion with me, and we some other people did some dancing while I played music because I'm much better at playing than I am at dancing. Leave it to the birds to dance, right? I, I can take a lick at dancing myself, so... Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, leave it to the to the girls and boys and the birds to play or you know, dance around. Yeah. Austin, we are so thankful to see you back, man. Because last week you were just down in the dumps. You were not feeling good at all, and today you are here with us, and we're excited. Actually, last week I asked uh, people to pray for Austin, and Austin, we are glad to see you back here. So, uh. Give us some updates. How are you doing? So I'm recovering from whatever happened last week. I don't know. No one even knows what happened. So I'm still recovering from it. Almost recovered now. But uh, the weather here is getting really hot. We are just tired of the summer. Like uh, we just need to be at home. And it's very, very hot. So just waiting for rains. And in two weeks' time, I should be going for a much-needed vacation. So I won't be here for episode 76 and 77. But I will see if I can join you from vacation. So let's see. Would you be taking any pretty ones along or just you? No, it's just going to be the, our family. Yeah, but the family does not mean that one cannot 
uh, bring a squeeze along. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just giving you a bad time, bro. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so we'll be missing you after the 75th, but if you're able to you know, join us from wherever you are and giving us some um, sounds from the vacation, that would be great. We're looking forward to that if you're able to do that. Upcoming, though, we do have some announcement. And uh, Austin, do you want to catch us up on that announcement section? So for the announcements, next week is a very big one. It's the 75th episode. We'll be putting the link to join the episode in the group maybe in a day or two. So you can join the episode. It's at 9 a.m. Pacific time. You can convert it to your time zone. Also, some stats updates. We have about 616 subscribers on our YouTube channel and our Telegram and mailing list is also growing. So things are definitely looking positive and a lot of more people are coming to Android. New people, old people are once again joining the community. So that's looking good. And I forgot, uh, Fee, uh, tell your mom we thank her for using Android. And from Blind Android Users Podcast, congratulate her uh, for uh, for getting a Samsung device, an Android device. Uh, those are my kind of people. Yeah, I, I will tell her, yes. Yeah, I'm so excited. So excited. Yeah, no, it's good. She really she really likes the new phone, so that's... She had one before. Her Nokia was a was an Android as well, but this one's much, much, much newer. All right. Next, let's now talk about apps, guys. So today is all about the apps. In other words, it's an app bonanza episode. Of course, everybody uses an app on their phone. Yeah, that's what makes a phone a phone, right? Without an app, it's not a smartphone. We have apps for everything, and so today. We're talking about apps. Before we introduce the apps that we have, though, let's go around and uh, talk about the importance of apps. Fee, how important are apps in your life? Oh, very. I'm always using apps to get uh, groceries, occasionally takeaway if I treat myself, taxis, Facebook, Twitter. Oh, I can't even think of them all. There's so many. There's even an app for... Um, for women to know where you are in your menstrual cycle and what moods you can expect and things like that. And there's various medical apps with information, loads for shopping, Kindle uh, for books and Audible for audiobooks, library apps. Oh, there's so many. They're brilliant. And, um, and of course, if you have a phone and you don't have the apps, you might be a bit unhappy. So in reality, though, you know, listening to you, I, I'm kind of beginning to wonder, how did we ever live without apps, you know? <laughs> just imagine this just about everything under the sun. There's an app for everything out there. Uh, I mean, talking about medical stuff, talking about women's stuff, and talking about, uh, you know, whether you're a drinking guy or whatever, there's an app for that, so... I expect there are beer apps, yes, and wine yeah. apps. And actually, when I moved to London, I downloaded <laughs> a Best Coffee app and found one of my favourite cafes on there. You know, there's apps for so many things. 
um, good food guides type. No, what's it called? Mobile food guide or something. I don't know. I don't use that one, but some people do. And then there's things like TripAdvisor and Yell.com. And then, of course, as blind people, we've got some great apps like, um, you know, Lazarillo for helping you with navigation and Google Maps where, you know, we can tell sighted drivers the directions. Um, I did that last Saturday, actually, on the way to the party um, because uh, in London they're often changing the layouts of roads. And he said, oh, I can't go the way I used to go a couple of years ago. So um, I used Google Maps. And yeah, what did we do? Well, I suppose people had to actually read maps who could see, I guess. And uh, you'd read more books because some of the apps are sort of information type ones, aren't they? Um, I think apps have revolutionised life for us as blind people because a lot of the stuff we get on apps now would have been in paper form before or in the newspaper or magazines and we wouldn't have been able to read it. And I've been to various restaurants before and been able to find their menu through something like the Deliveroo app or similar, you know. Um, so I think uh, certainly as blind blind people, I think we're better off having lots of apps. And they can often be easier than the websites as well because a lot of websites are really cluttered with adverts and loads of rubbish all i can say is amen and more amen to that most especially when it comes to us as blind people i can't tell you how much of a change in my life um, as a result of these apps they've made a lot of difference in my life because things that i could not do and i also agree with you that actually it's easier for me to use an app than going to a website i mean it's just right there and it's websites are sometimes a little bit too cluttered for my liking so if i can find an app to use i would rather use an app than use a website so definitely there with you yeah i mean some apps are horrible and you can't use them and that's annoying but quite <laughs> yeah. often there's there's good ones and i'm um i'm training to be a, a methodist preacher and i'm doing a sermon on the 29th and there there are apps for um you know, to show you what the readings for the day are and uh, the um, from the lectionary and, and things like that. Um, it's really handy. I agree. Austin, let's talk about your world. Uh, how about apps in your life? So apps uh, like Android or any smartphone platform without apps, like living with the Nokia 3300 series phone. So without apps, we cannot do anything. I would suggest that, okay, if there were no apps, we could get by with getting sighted help somehow. But the most uh, difficult part will be medical, like fitness apps and all those things. That will be impossible for us to do. Because getting, I mean, you can get sighted help to read the screens, but to measure things, it is not possible. So apps are really very important, especially the medical apps are more important than others. Even others are important, but the medical ones are irreplaceable. You know, it's interesting you mentioned, you know, the Nokia 33 or whatever. And I think that sometimes what comes to mind is that 
uh, what you don't know doesn't hurt you. So I think the reason why we were able to live without apps is because we never knew that such a thing could do such a thing. And now that we know it, then it will become virtually impossible to not have those things. You know, most especially, you know, as a blind person, if you live alone, you have those apps that can read your mail and things like that. So, I mean, just imagine now that you know of all of this and then someone says, I'm going to snuff that out. I'll find something and pinch that person's head off. You know, <laughs> don't take away my freedom because now that I've gained that freedom, my eyes are open, so to speak. And I want to be able to have those eyes still open. Doug, how about you? I mean, for me, basically apps are pretty much life because well, like Austin and Fibo said, the medical aspect is pretty huge. Like I, because of an app, I have constant communication with me, my medical team. So for me, that's absolutely massive. But I also find that I use the apps on my phone more often for professional purposes, whether it's doing minor tweaking within my, um, my Microsoft Office business license or whether I'm creating user accounts for new employees. So on that perspective, I wouldn't be able to remotely work as easily if it wasn't for those apps on my phone. So for me, like personal and professional use, apps have really revolutionized our productivity and what we're capable of doing basically at any point. We're no longer tied to, you know, that we can only do something uh, work-related eight to five, Monday to Friday. Sometimes you have to, you know, work a little bit late, a little bit early or on weekends and the apps on our phone actually now allow us to be able to do that. It's interesting you talked about that remote thing, Cam, because that's very important. I mean, and then COVID changed our lives and to where those things have taken on a more prominent uh, feature in our lives, most especially tools that we use. And, you know, talking about that, I'm kind of thinking about how it used to be back in the day, you know, you have a pen pal somewhere and you need to write on paper and send it out there. And now we have things like email and all of that. But then most importantly, you can actually get to see that person if you have the eyesight to see that person. So you can see if um, if you're so into looks or whatever, if that's the person you wanted to go out with, if that's the kind of thing that turns you on, whatever the case may be. But just imagine that we can talk face-to-face -face and like we're doing right now, uh, doing this uh, recording of this episode. You are out there in Canada, Fee is there in London, I'm here in Washington State and Austin there in India. And boy, we come together. So through the power of an app, we're able to do this thing and it's life-changing because all of a sudden we feel closer to each other <laughs> than we were before, you know, going across the seas that will take months and months or days and days to get there. And just in an instant, here we are, my knucklehead is talking to you, and we are having a conversation. Unbelievable. I really love it. And you guys know me as the app junkie. I just have so many apps. I love, love, love apps. I, I don't know what I'll do if there were no apps. But of course, like I said earlier on, it's probably because I've been introduced to those things. And if I didn't know, probably it wouldn't have heard me, would it? I love messaging apps as well. 
things like WhatsApp, Telegram, that type of app, because um, you can send, like back in the day, if you had, if you were blind and you had a sighted um, pen pal, you'd, you'd probably send each other tapes if, you know, if you weren't both Braille readers. And now uh, on these messaging apps, you can just send little clips. So quite often when my mum and dad are by the sea, they'll record a little uh, clip of the sea and, um, you know, my, my dad stepping through the pebbles or something. And it's, all, it's like an accessible postcard for, for, for a blind person because it's sound as well. And that's really nice. And there's so many apps where you can... I mean, we're talking on Google Meet and, okay, we pay a subscription per month, but we're not tied to, you know, we're not each paying per minute like we used to back in the day for for phone calls when it used to be really expensive. And you can do that on so many apps, having calling each other functions and conference functions and it's amazing, really, what you can do. If someone had said that 20 years ago, we could do all this stuff, I don't think we'd have believed them, would we? Especially from a mobile phone rather than a computer. We would have told them, get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> we would. <laughs> get out of here. Uh, but now look at what we are doing. It's just absolutely beautiful. So... With that, though, we want to move on to some of the apps that we have for you guys today. I know you guys have been asking us to do apps. And I think from now on, maybe every quarter we'll do an app bonanza. And so starting for this quarter, we're going to start with three apps. We got LinkedIn. And Ed is here to talk about LinkedIn. Ed, take it away with LinkedIn. Hello everyone, I'm Ed Green and in this demonstration I'm going to give you an overview of the app LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn, for those of you who don't know, is it's really a, a social media app for professionals, I suppose. You find people who uh, perhaps you are in a similar field of work with, people connect and network through it. They might uh, find leads uh, through what LinkedIn calls connections. Those are the people you connect with. Uh, recruiters use it quite a lot. People increasingly look for jobs on LinkedIn uh, and, and people tend to post articles of uh, interest to whatever field of work they happen to be in. Now, LinkedIn is quite a complex and feature-rich app in many ways, and I certainly can't do it justice in a 10 to 15-minute demo. It could almost merit its own short course, I suppose. But what I hope to do is give you an overview of some of the key features uh, of the app. Um, I have the app on screen now. And it's arranged in tabs, which run across the bottom. Uh, and I'll show you those first of all. Uh, we start out on the left-hand side. Selected, home one of five, tab, out of list news feed. So the home tab, as it says, is your news feed. This is where articles uh, and news about your LinkedIn connections, that's what it calls friends, uh, will be posted. Uh, moving across the bottom, we have... My network, two of five, tab. My network. So this is where all your connections will show. I think I have 500 and some odd. We'll find out when we're going in a minute. Here I can have a look at my connections, see what they've been up to, see who they've connected with. Post three of five, tab. 
a post will allow me to, to create a post on LinkedIn. That's what it calls uh, contributions from its members, not dissimilar to other social media apps you might be familiar with. Uh, you can get to the post button uh, in various different places, but there's a tab here uh, which makes it easier. Notifications 405 tab. Notifications. Uh, we'll go and have a look at this. LinkedIn sends you a lot of notifications by default. Here is where you'll find as well uh, invitations that people send you to connect. So that's what it calls requests, uh, invitations. They are on LinkedIn. Jobs 505 tab. And jobs. So as I said, this is where you might go to find a job. You might also go to post a job. Uh, now, as well as the five tabs at the bottom, there are a few controls at the top that, broadly speaking, are common on all tabs. So it doesn't matter if you have Home selected or uh, My Network selected or Post selected, you'll see these controls at the top. And I'm going to start there. My Profile and Communities button. So if I went into here, and we may well do in a minute, uh, we could have a look at My Profile here. I could do things like let people know I was interested in a new job. And that would be shared with recruiters. I could uh, add a new position that I had or reflect a change in responsibilities. I could put information about my education on there if I wanted to. It's quite a, it's quite a detailed screen in there. We might go and have a look in a little while. Search for people, jobs, posts, and more button. Uh, search for people, jobs, posts, and more. Pretty self-explanatory. Messaging, two new notifications available button and messaging. I'm going to go back to search and we're going to see if we can add a connection uh, on LinkedIn. Let's see if anyone wants to connect with us. Search for people, jobs, LinkedIn, search, edit box, showing English, UK, QWERTY, keyboard, showing board. So obviously LinkedIn has millions of uh, users. Uh, so I thought, who could we who could we look for that uh, might not have too common a name, uh, but might uh, be conceivably someone I wanted to connect with? And I remember that a few podcast episodes ago, you might remember we had Charles Leclerc from ARX or ARCS, uh, which made the uh, the glasses which you plug into your phone and uh, they could read documents and identify scenes and read signs and all the rest of it. So let's see if Charles uh, is on LinkedIn and wants to connect. Charles Leclerc. Showing eight suggestions for the search. Charles Leclerc. The research. Window board. Charles Leclerc. Keyboard hidden. Filter by people. Button and list. Uh, so I have various filters here. As it happens, I do want to filter by people because I'm looking for a person and not a post. People filter selected. Button and list. Filter by connections. Button. Filter by locations button. So I could only get it to show me my connections if I wanted to. I could equally go and search for it from the network if I wanted that to happen, that other tab. Uh, locations. Filter by current company button. See all filters button. And there are some other filters I could go have a look at. I don't propose to do that today. 208 results and list. Did you mean Charles Leclerc? Charles Leclerc, second, CEO and partner at Arts, London, Connect, Honours and Awards. James Dyson Fellowship 2016-3 full stop slash Charles Leclerc slash. Well, there we are. That's him. He's the top results. Now, it said second. What does that mean? Well, if I'm connected to someone directly, let's say that Warren and I were connected on LinkedIn, he would be what LinkedIn calls a first degree connection. So it would have said first. Now, let's say that Warren was 
connected to Austin, but I wasn't. If I searched for Austin, he would show as a second degree connection. It would say second. So clearly, uh, Charles and I, are we have a common connection. Um, so I am going to see if there's a connect button to let me connect with Charles. Connect button. Invited button. Disabled. Invited. There we go. I've double tapped it and he is now uh, invited. I've invited him to connect with me and join my network. If he does that, I'll get notified in due course. Um, it's pretty straightforward, obviously. It, it's not always that straightforward if you have uh, uh, someone with a very common name, or um, but, you, but you may search for them differently to the way I just did it. But uh, I, hope, I hope you'll see that to find someone on LinkedIn is in and of itself not necessarily that complicated. So if I back out of here now. Back button. Showing editing. Charles Leclerc. Edit. Search suggestion. Charles Leclerc. Back button. And again. Keyboard hidden. LinkedIn. Search for people, jobs, posts, and more button. We're back at the three buttons at the top of this tab. We haven't actually made it into a tab yet, um, but I will show you a couple of these other things. My profile and communities button. I'll go into profile and communities. Menu, Edward Green. That's me. New profile button. We could have a look at my profile. I will just take you in there, I think. You can also get to settings in here. Settings button. There they are, Nick. I'm not going to go through LinkedIn settings. Uh, as I say, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty uh, feature-rich app. We might be here all day. Um, but I will show you profile. View profile button. LinkedIn. Back button. Edward Green. Search. Settings menu button. Button. Members background image button. So here's where I could put photos of myself. A members profile photo button. Add profile video image. Edit basic profile information button. There, I could I could change my name and all sorts of other things. Edward Green, he slash him. Deputy Director. In so that was going to tell you my uh, job title. 500 plus connections button. If I double tapped here, that would be a bit like me going into the network tab. Uh, I could go and have a look at my connections. I could double tap on a connection and there would be a search field there and then that would search their connections so you it sort of would apply filters as you drill down open to button open to so this is where i could go and tell people that i was after a new job i'm not going to do that add section button more options button button share that you're hiring and attract qualified candidates get started and list so if I was a recruiter, I could go there. That more options, I think, uh, would include things like my contact information, uh, had I made that available. Dismiss button. Button. Find potential clients by showcasing the services you provide. Get started. Yeah. So another way to uh, track down leads. Dismiss button. Suggested for you. Private to you. Enlist. What would you like your headline to say about you? It's the first thing people see by your name. Enlist. So you can set a headline a bit like you would on a CV or resume, really. You can you can say what sort of a, you know, a, a professional you are, uh, what your background is, you know, experienced, whatever, looking for, you know, you get the idea. You'll have read CV, resume, headlines before, no doubt. Dismiss button. Update headline button. Analytics. Private to you. Out of list. 58 profile views. Discover who's viewed your profile button and list. So I could have a look at who's viewed my profile, except I think LinkedIn would charge me for that. That's a premium feature, and I don't use LinkedIn nearly enough to justify paying for it. 2,836 post impressions. Check out who's engaging with your posts. Button. 52 search appearances. See how often you appear in search results. Button. 
Resources, private to you, enlist. Creator mode off, get discovered, showcase content on your profile, and get access to creator tools, button, enlist. My network, see and manage your connections and interests, button. So again, another way to get into your network, you'll recall the tab that's at the bottom of the main screen. You can get to it here as well. Salary Insights, explore how your salary compares to your peers and where your growth is headed, button. Uh, salary insights. I have a feeling that might be a premium feature as well. I'm not certain, but uh, I believe it might be. Show all five resources. Button. Out of list. About. And list. Edit about. Button. So here I can edit bits of my profile. Uh, it's quite a quite a long screen, this. I could go there. Specialties. Policy analysis. PPM. Procurement. And list. So I could go in there and change my uh, specialities or skills that I've set. Activity. 580 followers. Out of list. Start a post button. So you recall a post tab again. You could start a post from here instead. You haven't posted lately. Recent posts you share or comment on will be displayed here. Enlist. Show all activity button out of experience. Add new experience button. So this you might want to come and do. This is the add experience screen. If you've taken up a new role or you're starting out for the first time, you could do something here. I have to say, I do prefer this element of LinkedIn on the computer because things like selecting an organization and occasionally selecting a job title doesn't seem to work brilliantly on the phone. So I've come out of profile. Um, that was mainly what I wanted to show you. Uh, let's go have a little look at messaging. Search for people, jobs, posts, and more. Button. Messaging. Two new notifications available. Button. LinkedIn. Displaying chat list with no filters. Back. Button. Messaging. Message overflow menu. Button. Compose a new message. Button. I could write to one of my connections. Search messages. Button. Filter messages. Button. Hello, Ed. I thought you might be interested in connecting. We specialize in validating your supply chain so you can be confident they are competent, legal, and compliant, all at no cost to you. We remove the risk and absorb that for you. Look forward to connecting with you. Thanks. March 25th, first unread message. So I'll open this message up. Uh, as you see, I don't check LinkedIn particularly often. This date's from March. Back button. Chat details button. Create video meeting button. View this profile. March 25th, sent. Hello, Ed. 7.54. Hello, Ed. I thought you open keyboard door button. Out of write a message. Edit box. So if I go in here. Write a message. Showing English, you record a voice message, button. Editing, write a message, edit box. Looks like I can record a voice message. I'm going to put hi and see if a send button appears. Capital Y, window board, capital H, hotel, I, I, send, button. Yeah, and there's a send button. I don't want to send that. Messaging, button. So those are the three buttons at the top. This first tab, as I said, is just a news feed. So what would appear there... As I mentioned earlier, are articles that perhaps uh, your connections have posted some things, some sponsored content or things that LinkedIn uh, thinks you ought to have a look at. But if I have a quick flick through some of these other my tabs, network two or five, tab. go to my network, people, tab one of two, selected, my profile and communities button. So you'll see at the top, we have those three options again. Search for people, jobs, posts, and more button, messaging button. Manage my network button. So we could manage the network. That button was also available in our profile. Invitations have moved to the notifications tab. Go to notifications button. People you may know from. So it's telling me people I might know from my organization. But if I go up to manage my network. Go to notifications. Invitations have moved. Manage my network button. LinkedIn. Back button. Manage my network. 
Connections, 578, enlist. So 578 connections I have. I could go and have a look in there. I could click on their name, see what they've been up to. As I say, do a search of their connections. Companies, four. Companies, four. That's because I have four different employers listed on my career history. And that's the end of that tab, unless we actually do go into uh, connections and have a look. I'm not going to do that. Back button out of LinkedIn. Manage my network. Post 305 tab. Have a quick look at the post tab. LinkedIn. Close button. Share post. Post button disabled. Author image. Image. Edward Green. That's me. Anyone. Select post visibility option button. So you'll be familiar with this from other social media networks who can see your post. Let's see what our options are. Displaying bottom sheet. Who can see this post? Your post will be visible on feed, on your profile, and in search results. Your selection will be saved. Your selection will be saved. Anyone, anyone on or off LinkedIn, selected, radio button, enlist. Connections only, connections on LinkedIn, unselected, radio button. So anyone or people you're connected to. Back, button, out, LinkedIn. Anyone, select post visibility option, button. Doesn't really matter because we're not going to write a post. What do you want to talk about? Edit box. And there's our edit field. Add hashtag, button, enlist, take photo, button, out of, attach a video to this post, button. Select photos from the gallery, button. More content types, button. Anyone, button. And there we are. And you'll recall that background here was actually the post button that appears uh, above or to the left. However, it's actually laid out of the edit field, not dissimilar to Facebook in that regard. Attach a video to this post, back, button. LinkedIn, post 305, tab. So we'll have a look at the notifications tab. Notifications 405, tab. Notifications 405, selected. As I said, LinkedIn does does have a habit of sending you quite a lot of notifications. So uh, particularly uh, in terms of whether or not they appear outside of LinkedIn in notification settings, that would be something you want to be uh, judicious about. My profile and communities button. Again, here are those top three buttons. Search for people, jobs, posts, and more button. Messaging button. Selected all button and list. So these are the different types of notifications. Invitations button. Invitations. This might be where you come most often because this is where you'll recall I sent Charles a connection request uh, or a connection invitation as LinkedIn would have it. Uh, here is where the ones that people have sent me will appear. So if I double tap this. Invitations. Selected. Selected. Invitations filters. Button. Button. Rob White invited you to connect one week ago. View Rob White's profile. Setting options. Button. Hi, Ed. Expand Rob. Hi, Ed. Expand. Accept Rob White's invitation. Button. So there we go. Um, I flipped through that because the content isn't particularly important, but uh, I had an, uh, a connection request. There was a message with it, which uh, uh, I could have read and expanded. And if I want to accept this, uh, this invitation, this connection request, I can, I can hit that button. Jobs 505 tab. And now the jobs tab, the final one. Jobs 505 selected. My profile and communities button. Search jobs button. Ah, the search button on this tab varies a little bit. We still have, uh, as you heard, uh, the first one, but this is just a job search on here. Jobs navigation menu button. So the jobs, the jobs screen is a little different to the others. Um, so if we just carry on having a look at this. Messaging button. My jobs button and list. 
I don't have any jobs saved. Post a job button. I could post one. Load more button out of list. Be first to hear about new jobs. Set up job alerts and get notified about the latest job openings. Unlabeled. Create a job alert button and list. So if there are particular fields of employment you're interested in finding more about, particular organizations, you could go in and do something about that there. Dismiss button out of recommended for you. Government and Corporate Affairs Senior Director, Microsoft, London, England, United Kingdom, three connections, one day ago, button. So these are all the jobs LinkedIn thinks I might be interested in. Well, that's a a very brief flavor of LinkedIn, not so much brief in the length of the recording, but brief in what the app can do. Um, I hope that's been of interest and it might be an app that uh, we return to if there is any demand to have a look at some of its features in more detail. But that's it from me for now. Thank you so much, Ed. I have never been a user of LinkedIn and um, I probably maybe should try it just for giggles. Up next, I have mine. I got a couple of them, though, but the first one I want to introduce is the cloud radio. We listen to radio all the time. Guys, do you guys listen to radio? Yeah, I love radio. Um I quite often use BBC Sounds, but that's quite that's sort of a UK thing. I don't know if you've ever had a demo of that. Um, yeah, I like maybe, radio. Maybe, maybe you should have uh, demoed BBC Sounds. I oh no, I'll, I will. I'll do. I can if we haven't had that yet. I can do a demo of that for another week. Yeah, maybe you know, um, as an app of the week, um, somewhere yeah. down maybe in episode seventy-seven or something. Yeah, or I, I I love I love radio. Um, it's. Uh, there's never any problem as a blind person. There's never any problem with, oh, what's he doing or what's she doing? Because on radio, they have to explain it all. That's Whereas right. on TV, even with audio description, sometimes you don't get all the details because there's not enough time in the script for the describer to tell you everything. So, yeah, love radio. Radio is awesome. And then, of course, you've got music on there as well. And you can sometimes hear new songs and. Yeah, it's great. So with that, I will then move on to Cloud Radio. And here's a demonstration of Cloud Radio. Hi, this is demonstrating Cloud Radio. Just think of Cloud Radio like the likes of TuneIn, Simple Radio, and many more. I'll be demonstrating Cloud Radio on my Pixel 4 running Android 12 and TalkBack 12.2. For speech services, I am employing the Google speech services using voice number 6. I am on the home screen, will now navigate my way to the Cloud Radio icon, and will go from here. Cloud Radio. Here is Cloud Radio, and now tapping on Cloud Radio. Cloud Radio. Cloud Radio. Quick guide in pager. This is the first page of the tutorial of the cloud radio. And at the bottom left, we've got the skip button. And then to the right of that, we have the next. Skip button out of pager. And to the right of that. Next button. is the next. I tap on next, or you could simply swipe with two fingers from right to left to move through the pages of tutorial. Add stations to your favorites page, 2 of 13. Page 2 talks about how to go about adding stuff to your favorites. 
We'll move to the next page. Drag and drop to organize your favorite list, 3 of 13. Let's drag and drop. That's page 3. Let's move to the next page. Long press to select multiple station to delete, 4 of 13. In other words, if you've added stations to your favorites and you decided later on that you don't want these stations, then all you need to do is simply long press on the station and there will be a delete near the top or wherever to get rid of it from the toolbar. Or you can long press a bunch of them or maybe there may be even a select all. We'll see what happens. I'll now navigate to the next page. Choose the quality of the stream, 5 of 13. Here you choose the quality of the stream, whether you want to 48 uh, KHZ, 68, 128, whatever the case may be. And let's move to the next page. A file explorer to find all your songs. You can now record in separate folders, 6 of 13. So in other words, when you record things, let's say I record a radio station called KZDB, it will create its own folder. And then if I record another radio station called K-A-S-T or whatever, it will also have its own folder. And so what this is saying is that you can use your file explorer to navigate the directory and find the different folders for the different radio stations that you've recorded content from. Let's move to the next. All features have been organized together for faster access, 7 of 13. That's all of our feature organization. Let's move to the next item. Get the trending stations from your country. Search the stations you want by country, genre or language, 8 of 13. So let's say you're in your country and you want to hear stations from a different country. You could make a search for those countries and get to see what radio stations are available in that particular country or countries that you want to hear radio stations from. Let's move to the next. Add simultaneous scheduled recording. We recommend up to five simultaneous recording, 9 of 13. In other words, you could do scheduled recordings and it allows you to schedule up to five radio stations that could be simultaneously recorded. Let's move to the next page. Add a list of alarm to wake up with your favorite radio, 10 of 13. Ah, time to wake up, baby. It's morning time. Let's get that alarm going. So you could set alarms actually to get you going in the morning with your favorite radio station. Let's now move to the next item. Fling motion up or down to open or hide a panel with many shortcuts. Swipe left and right to change the radio or the song, 11 of 13. In other words, here we could go about how you use gestures to move to the next song and things like that. Let's move to the next page. Create an account to store and restore your stations, 12 of 13. In other words, this has to do with account creation. So if I want my... Uh, settings backtap or I want my stations to be there when I go to a new phone or if I do a factory reset then it is important that one has an account in order to be able to do that. Let's now move to the last page. Thank you in pager. Page 13 of 13. Here we hear thank you, which concludes that tutorial and all of that. And I believe that at the bottom right, we'll find either finish, done, or okay, or whatever. I'll put my finger now near the bottom right. Done, button, out of pager. Here we hear done. I'll go ahead and tap here to close the tutorial. Cloud radio, important. I am on a new screen now and I heard important. 
I'll put my finger down near the top and hear what it says. Please read this, very important. New Android policy. Android will allow apps to store data only on their default storage folder which is under storage emulated zero android data com. MSoft, Cloud Radio files Cloud Radio by default. Starting from this version and newer all recording will be on the default app path which is in the default phone memory or in your SD card. The app do not require any permissions now. Be careful, if you remove or clear the data of the app all your files will be removed. So better, move them to another folder using your file explorer. Your old recorded files are still on your old folder, nothing has been removed. To read more about storage in Android policy. So here we're being told about what will happen when you clear your storage, or rather, when you uninstall the app and things like that, and also talks about the new file policy within Android and where you'll find your uh, recordings and things like that. And then moving my finger down. OK button. There's an OK there at the bottom left. I'll tap on OK. Cloud Radio. Information. I am on a screen now that says information. Again, I'll put my finger near the top and hear what that information has to offer. Term of use. I heard term of use. So I from left to right. All lyrics are property and copyright of their owners. All lyrics provided for educational purposes and personal use only. And I swipe right again. All recorded files are for personal use only. And if I just triple tap with two fingers to read the whole thing, I'll do that. One, two, three. Privacy policy. Personal informations like emails won't be shared with third-party advertising companies. Permissions requested. Full network access, used to stream radio to your phone. View network connections. This permission give access to the Wi-Fi status of your device to determine whether you have an active connection. Prevent device from sleeping. This permission is used to keep the screen on when necessary. Run at startup. Used for the alarm feature and the scheduled recording. Draw over other apps. This permission let you show a floating icon with a menu to control the app anywhere, anytime. Control vibration. This permission let the phone vibrate in case there is problem in the scheduled recording. You have to activate it in your setting before. I agree. Button. And those are some of the things that you will encounter. In other words, this is what it has access to or what it does not have access to. And then, of course, toward the bottom left there, we have that I agree button. I'll tap on I agree. I agree button. Cloud radio. Home in list. I am on a new screen now. And on this screen, it appears like I'm in a settings of some sort it says home but i'm gonna put my finger down and see what we have login i have login below that i have search search below that settings settings let's keep going down sleep timer sleep timer about about rate rate Deactivate ads. Deactivate ads, meaning if I tap here, it will take me to the Play Store where I could buy it and remove ads. I have no clue as to how much it costs, but I will tap here uh, and see how much it costs. But let me see if there's anything else below that before I tap on that. I do not find anything below that, so I'll just tap on that Deactivate ads and go to the Play Store and see how much it would cost. Deactivate ads. 
Let's tap here. Play Store. Details for app, Cloud Radio Pro, Record, Lyrics and Music. Navigate here is the Cloud Radio Pro, and I'll put my finger down. $6.49 button. There it is, $6.49. So it's up to you, but let's go ahead and explore the app and see whether or not it's worth that $6.49. I'll now go back to the previous screen. Swipe left, go back. Cloud Radio. Deactivate ads in list. And now I'm going to swipe back left again to close this menu. Tap back button in order to exit Cloud Radio. It will not let me close out of here if I go back again. Tap back button in order. Pixel launcher. It closes me out of the app, places me back on the home screen. And now I'll tap on the app again to bring it back up. Cloud Radio. Cloud Radio. Open button. Now I'm on the new screen or the first screen now that it's gone through all that tutorial. And the first thing we heard is open. And that will be near the top left corner as always. And then I'll move my finger right and see what I find. Cloud Radio. Cast. Disconnected. There's a cast. Search. Search. More options. Button. And more options on the top right corner. Let's tap on more options see what we find. Pop-up window. Trending. In list. Here we hear trending. Latest stations. Latest stations. Language. Language. Car mode. Car mode. About. About. Exit. And exit. I'm going to go back. Tap back button in order to exit. Cloud radio. So Cloud I'm back there and now I'll put my finger down from the top left going down. Selected, tab, favorites, one of four, in list, four items. I encounter a tab that says favorites, and that's selected by default. So in, in reality, after you've gone through the settings, or after you've set it up and gone through all the tutorials, and you close out and come back, you're going to be directly within the favorites tab. And that's where the default would be, where your favorite stations are. And of course, I do not have any things here yet in the favorite because I haven't done anything with it. Now move my finger to the right. Tab, recordings, two of four. Here we find recordings. Of course, I don't have any recordings because if I had, if I tap here, it will show me my list of recordings. Move my finger to the right. Tab, explore, three of four. Here we hear explore, and to me, I believe that has to do with exploring the different radio stations across the globe. Move my finger to the right. Tab, more, four of four. And more. Let's start here on the more and see what it contains. I'll tap here. More. Selected. Page four of four. Tapping on more and putting my finger down near the top. Crypto ATM machine near Ucoin Cloud. Of course, there's an ad there at the top. I'll move my finger down. Scheduled recording. A schedule recording seems like this is another menu. Alarm clock. Alarm. Sleep timer. Sleep timer. User stations. User stations, that's your own stations. Favorite songs. Favorite songs. Audio equalizer. Design. I'm just going to go through these. Quick guide. Recently played stations, out of list. Arrow recent stations, button. List. Text. No recently played stations. No recently played stations. Last played songs. 
Error recent songs, button. No recent songs. And that's the last item. I'll now go back. Tap back button in order to exit, cloud radio. If you go back, it's going to take you out. So your best bet will be to tap on a tab. So what you will need to do is either tap on one of those tabs. You either tap on favorites, tap on recordings, tap on explore. And or you can simply swipe from left to right to go to the previous uh, tab. I will now tap on explore tab or simply swipe from left to right. Tab, explore, three of four, in list, four I'll items. Tab here. Explore, selected, page three of four. Tapping on explore, I'll put my finger down and see what I find. Of course, all those things at the top, like the cast and all of that, search and more, will still be up there near the top. I'll put my finger below that and see what I have. Dr. Pundit slow jams, in list. I'm encountering a station. Reach on air. Reach on air. 80s Christian music days. 80 Christian's music. I'll move my finger down. New favorites. Reach on air. Countries out of list. And below all of that, there on the left, this country is meaning uh, below that will have countries. I'll move my finger down. United States in list. There's United States, and these are arranged in grid. Uh, so if I move my finger, or you have to swipe from left to right because there are a lot of countries, or you move your finger down to the next column. I swipe from left to right. Albania. There's Albania. Algeria. Algeria. American Samoa. American Samoa. Andorra. Andorra. Angola. Angola. Anguilla. Anguilla. Antarctica. Antarctica. I'll move my finger down. 40s in list. Here we have genres, and I think this has to do like whether you want to listen to the 40s. 60s. 60s and things like that. Now, let's say I tap on, let's tap on the 60s, for example. Loading stations. Please wait three period, out of list. Downloading, 49 stations. 60s. Navigate up, button. I am now in the 60s, and I'll put my finger down. 1000 oldies, Germany 60s, German, in list. Here's something here from Germany. 101, Rue, Via, Russia 60s, Russian. Ah, I would love to listen to one of these things. All 60s all the time, United States 60s, English. Let's move down. Antenna Ibola Broadcasting, Italy, Sicily, 60s, Italian. They're in Italy. Beatles-a-Rama, United States 60s, English. Beyond the Beat Generation, Netherlands 60s, Dutch. Now, what I want to mention here in passing that uh, below each of these, on the left side, you have the different formats or the bitrate. For example, And all 60s all the time, United States 60s, English. And on the left of that, I'll have 128 Kelvins, MP3. There's 128, MP3. And to the right of that... Image view favorites, button. There's a favorites. If I tap there, I'll be adding that to my favorites. Now, I do have my phone on Do Not Disturb, and so it's not going to play. But I'm going to turn off that Do Not Disturb, so we'll have a Notification quick shade. Uh, sample. Quick settings. On, Do Not Disturb, switch in pager. I'll go ahead and tap this off. Music volume set to 50%. All right, now go back to my stations. 
All 60s all the time, United States 60s, English. And I'll tap here. All 60s all the time, United States 60s, English. And that should be playing. I'm not hearing anything Unable yet. to connect to the station. Please try later. Cloud radio. I am told unable to connect to that station. Let's try a different one. Antenna Ibola Broadcasting. Italy, Sicily, 60s, Italian. Let's try Italian one. Antenna 1000 Oldies, Germany, 60s. There it is. It's playing the Italian. And then on the bottom right. Image view footer play pause button. Out of pause. List. I have paused it. So at the bottom right, we have that play slash pause, and then to the left of that... Antenna Ibola Broadcasting. It tells me the name of the station. Now, we do not have the record button because I believe it's not playing, so the record is not going to be there. Let me see if I tap on the play slash pause at the bottom right and see if there's a record button that shows up. Image view footer play pause button. Now that it's playing, I move my finger to the left. Button. And I believe that would be the record button. And of course, it's unlabeled. I want to see if we could activate the labeling feature here. So I'll tap with three fingers. Now that it's highlighting on that button that simply says button. I'll tap here. Android accessibility suite. And I move my finger down. Read from next item. Add label. Add label, there it Android is. And you can just label that and call it record. 60s. I will now pause. Play pause. There we go. That is how you go about recording what is going on. Now let's go back. Cloud radio. And of 60s. course, as I indicated, you could add it to your favorites if that's what you wanted. And of course, you want to go to a different country, you just tap on the name of the country, or you could search in the search field near the top there and find the station that you're looking for. So for me, I think I like radio apps that have the capabilities of recording because number one, if I'm listening to a talk station that I sometimes do, and they're interviewing someone that has a book, I want to be able to go back and listen to it. So I will get the name of the book and go purchase such a book. So for me, I love radio apps that have the recording capability. Now let's go up now to the recording and see if I have that thing that I just tapped on to record a little while ago. Tab, recordings, two of four. In let's see if I recorded. Recordings, selected. Page in list. Page. If yeah, you want it to says in list and it says nothing because I didn't record that. So I don't have anything there that I recorded. And uh, let's go back. But before we go back, every time you tap on one of those tabs, for example, or you tap on a radio station, I notice that it has a button near the bottom right, just above that area where we would find a place slash pause in the recording. Above that, we have text plus something that says text plus. If I tap here, 100% progress bar. If I tap there, that should give me the information to the radio station or to what is being played and things like that. But because I do not have anything here, I'm not hearing any of such. Tap back button in order to exit cloud radio. 
And that concludes the demonstration for Cloud Radio. Now you can decide as to whether or not this deserves your $6.49. As for me, I probably would be buying it because I like the ability to record those talk shows that I like. And that's it about Cloud Radio. And as I indicated in that demo, you know, it's uh, $6.49 if you want to buy it or else you can use the one that is ad-supported. I think I'm going to buy this cloud radio. The developer is from Germany, so uh, it's not some shady place that you haven't heard of. So um, give cloud radio a try if you want to. Up next, I'm talking about an app that I demonstrated or rather talked about on both our Telegram and email groups, and that will be the Mastodon, M-A-S-T-O-D-O-N. And this is more or less like a Twitter alternative. If you're not into Twitter and would like to try something else, probably you may want to give this one a shot and see if you like it. And so with that, here is a demonstration of Mastodon. Hi. This is a demonstration of Mastodon, M-A-S-T-O-D-O-N. Think of this as a Twitter alternative if you are not satisfied with what Twitter has to offer. For today's demonstration, I'll be utilizing my Pixel 4 running Android 12 and TalkBack 12.2. In the way of TTS Engine, I'll be utilizing the Google Speech Services and using Voice Number 6. I am on my home screen now and will navigate my way to the icon for Mastodon. Mastodon. Here is the icon. I'll go ahead and tap here to activate it. Mastodon. Get started button. Upon tapping on Mastodon, we heard get started. As always, of course, I like to put my finger near the top of the phone to be sure I'm not missing anything. I'll now put my finger near the top. My finger is near the top and I don't hear anything. I keep sliding my finger down. And I keep going. Get started button. And I'm down to the get started again. And I keep going. Login button. And there is the login and that's the last button I found. So these last two buttons are found toward the bottom of the phone with the get started first and then the login below that. I am not a current subscriber, so I'll simply tap on get started. Get started button. Back button. I tapped on get started and I heard back. I will now put my finger near the top of the phone and hear if there's any information. Mastodon is made of users on different servers. Pick a server based on your interests, region, or a general purpose one. You can still connect with everyone, regardless of server, out of list. There we heard some information about Mastodon and how decentralized it is. I'll move my finger down. Selected, all, one of twelve, in list, twelve items. Moving my finger down on the left side, I heard all selected one of 12. So by default, we have 12 tabs. And the one that's selected upon launch is the all tab. 
Since there are 12 tabs, your best bet is to swipe from left to right to go through the different tabs. And so I'm going to swipe from left to right to hear the tabs that are contained here in within these 12 tabs. I'll now swipe from left to right with one finger. General, 2 of 12. The next item I heard is general. The next one? Regional, 3 of 12. Original, next. Tech, 4 of 12. Tech, and this is why you are listening to this, because you and I belong to that tech department or the tech community, and so we like anything having to do with tech. And this will be the tab for you techies out there. Let's keep moving. LGBT, 5 of 12. Okay, let's keep moving. Activism, 6 of 12. All right, next. Art, 7 of 12. Art, next. Games, 8 of 12. Ah, for those of you who like games, this is going to be your perfect world right there. Let's move to the next. Music, 9 of 12. Music, seems like everybody likes music. It's a beautiful thing. Next. Furry, 10 of 12. Furry, that reminds me of my little Zoe and Taylor out there, little dogs and cats, whatever. I think this has to do with our furry friends. <laughs> I want to spell what it is, so I'll change my granularity to find the spelling of this furry. Paragraphs. Furry. Words. Characters. I'm on characters, now swiping down with one finger to find the spelling of this word called furry. Capital F. U. R. R. Y. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's what that is. Next, I'm swiping now from left to right. Food, 11 of 12. Food. That's actually my favorite. Next. Academia, 12 of 12. Academia. For those of you who want to perpetually be in school, this will be the perfect one for you guys. Those are the tabs. So we have a total of 12 tabs now. I'll move my finger down and see if there's anything in here besides this. Search servers or enter URL, edit box. Now below all of that is a search field going from left to right, and it says to search server or URL. So in other words, if you know what you're looking for, you could tap here to search a particular subject or topic or whatever. Let's go down now from here and see what we have. Not selected. Radio button. IOC. Exchange. Infosec community within the Fediverse. 2.3 Kelvins. N. I put my finger down and the next thing I found was a radio button. And it tells me what it is about. And I could choose that. Or... Not selected. Radio button. OUS. Social. Australian community on Mastodon. 2.6 Kelvins. N. Next. Climate justice. Social, not selected, radio button. This is an official community for activists of the global climate justice and social justice movement. 1.6 Kelvins, N. And I could scroll down. Let me scroll. SFBA, social, not selected, radio button, regional community for the San Francisco Bay Area, 943, N, 16 of 66, in list, 66 items. So in totality, we have like 66 items here, and you choose each of them or choose the one you like by tapping on the corresponding radio button. And that's what is contained under Climate the Justice. All so uh, tab. I want to look at the next tab, which would be the General tab. 
General, 2 of 12, enlist, 12 items. Here's General. Let's tap here and see what it is content here. General, selected. Tapping on General, moving my finger down. Search servers or enter URL, edit box. We still have that search field there below those tabs and then below that. C.im, not selected, radio button, CIM is a general, mainly English-speaking Mastodon community, 3.1 Kelvins, N. So another set of radio buttons. Not selected, radio button, IAG.de, IAG is Romaji for, the way home, 1.4 Kelvins, N. Let's go to the next tab, and that would be the third one. Regional, 3 of 12. Regional, let's tap here. Regional, selected. And then, of course, below that, we'll still have that search field. Search servers or enter URL, edit box. And below that. Not selected, radio button, OUS, social, Australian community on Mastodon, 2.6 Kelvins, N. So here are the regions. So in other words, if you want to look for a particular region, you tap on that region tab and you could find the region here. And there are a bunch of them, you know, just the same Mastodon. radio buttons. Not selected, radio button, Munchen. Social, Gemenschaft für Lutrundum München, 1.3 Kelvins, duh, 10 of 26, enlist, 26 items. Sweden, social, not selected, radio button, eine Community für alle, die sich dem Süden hingezogen fallen. Warkonen alles So there you go. Uh, let's go to the next tab, and that would be the fourth one. The fourth tab is... Tech, 4 of 12, enlist, 12 items. Tech, let's tab here. Tech, selected. And then, of course, below that, you have the search field. I'll put my finger below the search. Not selected. Radio button. IOC. Exchange. Infosec community within the Fediverse. 2.3 Kelvins. N. Out of list. Move my finger down. IndieWeb. Social. Not selected. Radio button. A com Social. Linux. Pizza. Not selected. Radio button. A community mm, I dedicated, like the part about pizza, I'm not sure about Linux. Social. Linux, pizza, not selected, radio Love button, it. a community dedicated, Koto.org, not selected, radio button, question others to teach ourselves. A STEM-oriented community, 16.6 Kelvins, N. All right, and I think the N that we hear refers to that being English. Let's move now to the next tab. LGBT, 5 of 12. Tab here. LGBT. Selected. Of course, we'll have the search and then the radio buttons below that. Eldritch. Cafe. Not selected. Radio button. For queer people, feminists, anarchists and their sympathizers. Mainly friends. There you have it. Let's move to the next tab. Activism. 6 of 12. Enlist. 12 items. Tab here. Activism. Selected. And of course, below that we'll have the search and then below that we have the corresponding radio buttons to the different communities found within that, and one of them is... Climate Justice. Social, not selected, radio button. This is an official community for activists of the global climate justice and social justice movement. 1.6 Kelvins, N, out of list. Back, button. And that's all we have within that tab. And then at the bottom of each of these, you will always find this, the back button on back, the bottom button. left, and then there's a... Next, button Next on the bottom right. We'll figure out what that all entails. And now our next tab will be... Art, 7 of 12. Art, let's tap here. Art, selected. And below Art, we have the search. Search servers. 
Mastodon is bushy.mo, not selected, radio button, all your mo needs. A kind right. community where everyone is welcome. <clears throat> and here's our art tab. And below that, of course, we have the search. And then below that, we have the corresponding radio buttons to the communities of the art. Bushy.mo, not selected, radio button, all your mo needs. A kind community where everyone is welcome. 4.5 Kelvins, N. Move my finger down. That's all we have there, just one community on there. And now I'll put my finger near the top, find the next tab, and our next tab is... Games, 8 of 12. Games, 8 of 12. Let's tap here. Games, selected. And of course, you have that search below that, and then we have the corresponding radio buttons. Don Fan, social, not selected, radio button, we aim to provide a free Move and safe space. down. Roland Spiel, social, not selected, radio button. Jensokyo, town, not selected, radio button, Dongfang Project, 3.4 Kelvins, ya. Yeah. So there's uh, three of those there in the gaming community. Let's go back up to the tabs and go to the ninth tab. Our next tab, which is the ninth one, happens to be... Music, 9 of 12. We are now on the music, and below that, of course, we have the search field. Search servers or enter URL, edit box. And below that, we don't have anything in the music community, and that surprises me, but there's none there, as my finger doesn't come up with anything. I'll go back up now toward the top and tap on the next tab, and that will be... Furry, 10 of 12. There is the furry one. We'll tap here. Furry. Selected. Move my finger down. Search servers or enter URL, edit box. There's the search. Move my finger down. Moving my finger down, there's nothing. So that tells me there's nothing in the furry community. Let's go back to the next tab, and that would be the 11th tab. And if memory serves me right, that was the food tab. Food, 11 of 12. Here's food. Let's tap. Food. Selected. Put my finger down. Search servers or enter URL. Edit box. Move my finger down. There's nothing in the food area also. So now let's go back to the last item and that will be academia. Academia. 12 of 12. In list. 12 items. Let's tap. Academia. Selected. Selected. Move my finger down. Search servers or enter URL, edit box, out of list. And move my finger down. There's nothing in academia as well. Now I'm going to go back to the main UI, the first page that one encounters when one uh, launched the app. And that's where we saw the get started and the login. I want to tap on login just for giggles to see what it all says. Get started button. Move down to login. Login button. Tab. Back button. All right. As I indicated, though, there's always that back at the bottom left and next at the bottom right. Of course, uh, the next is always disabled because nothing has been chosen. Now, I'm going to put my finger down and see what it says after I tapped on login. Mastodon is made of users on different servers. Pick a server based on your interests, region, or a general purpose one. You can still connect with everyone, regardless of server. 
And here what that tells me is that we still have those tabs, you know, the tabs that we saw, 1 through 12. Mastodon is selected, all, 1 of 12, in list, 12 those items. Those are the tabs there, and of course the same thing. Not, select, not selected, radio button, OUS, social, Australian community on Mastodon. Not selected, radio button, IOC, exchange, infosec community within the Fediverse, 2.3 kelvins, N. Have no clue, but let's say we tap on this for giggles. Selected. Tapping on that now, and we need to go to the bottom right and tap on next. Next button. Web view. Chrome, 70%. Edit box, email address. Ringer silence. There we go. So I am here, and it says... IOC. Heading one link. And... We move our finger down. Email address. It asks for email address. Edit box. Email address. Password. 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 Edit box. Password. Login. Button. Login. Sign up. Link. Oh, I could sign up. And that means if I sign up, I'm signing up for that community. Forgot your password. Link. Or forgot my password. Didn't receive confirmation instructions. Link. Or I didn't receive any confirmation about the instructions on how to get started. And moving my finger down, and there's nothing there. That's the last item here. So that's how you go about using Mastodon. Like I said, I haven't signed up, and I haven't signed up to any of the communities, so I do not know how accessible it is, but it sounds like it's something that's accessible for at least I'm able to get and navigate through the different communities in here and signing up for those, and that's how you go about using Mastodon, M-A-S-T-O-D-O-N. I hope you'll give Mastodon a try and see if it's something you like, but that's the demonstration of Mastodon. And now we move on to the closing of this, and that would be with the theme of the highlights from TalkBack. And today I am demonstrating the muting of TalkBack. Unfortunately, it's worded as turn speak on or off. It should be simply mute or unmute TalkBack. That would make sense to everybody. And so with that, here is that demonstration of how you go about muting your TalkBack, because if there are times that you want to be able to use your Braille only, you want to be able to mute TalkBack, but then it's still there, so it's powering your device. And so here is that demonstration. We continue now with our theme of highlights from TalkBack, and this is installment 35. In our last installment, installment 34, we discussed the triple tap with three fingers to read from next item. Today, I'll be demonstrating this on my Pixel 4 running Android 12 and TalkBack 12.2 and utilizing the Google Speech Services as my TTS engine. I will now, using three fingers, tap on my screen and activate that TalkBack menu. So in other words, if you have a phone that has Android 12 or later and have TalkBack 12.1 or even TalkBack 12.x, you can activate the TalkBack menu by simply tapping on the screen with three fingers. If you do not have a phone that supports this, however, you can still use the classic activation of the TalkBack menu by drawing a line downwards and curving to the right to activate the TalkBack menu.
I'll now tap with three fingers to activate TalkBack menu. Android Accessibility Suite. TalkBack menu. I am now on my TalkBack menu. The next item that we're looking for here is the TalkBack settings, and that's found toward the bottom. And I do want to mention here in passing that the menus will be the same whether you have TalkBack 12.1 or TalkBack 12.2. However, with the new introduction in TalkBack 12.2, you have that image description toward the bottom of the menu. In this case, however, I'm tapping on TalkBack settings. TalkBack settings. Here is my TalkBack settings. I'll tap here to activate. TalkBack settings. Navigate up, button, out of list. I am now in the TalkBack settings, and if you've been following me in this series of the highlights from TalkBack, this is where we'll scroll down the page, and usually we scroll down pages, whether it's in this TalkBack settings menu or wherever you are, and if it's a vertical page, you put down two fingers in the middle of the phone, then gliding those fingers upwards scrolls down your page. Now, doing the opposite, that is gliding your fingers downward, that scrolls the page back to the top. I'll now put my fingers in the middle of the phone and scroll my fingers or glide my fingers upward, and thus scrolling the page down. And what I'm looking for is an item that says Customize Gestures. Now, I'll scroll the page down. I have scrolled the page down and now put my finger down and find and tap on Customize Gestures. Customize Gestures. Here is my Customize Gestures. I'll tap here to activate. Customize Gestures out of list. I am now on the customization page of the gestures. And here, I suggest that we now change our granularity to the headings granularity so that we'll quickly move to the two-finger heading. And the way we go about changing our granularity, as I've indicated several times during this series, is that we have one or three methods of changing those granularities. My preferred, of course, is the scrubbing with one finger up and down to change my granularity. However, you may prefer swiping down with three fingers or swiping from left to right or right to left with three fingers to change those granularities. I will now activate my preferred method of scrubbing up and down with one finger to change and go through my granularities and I'm looking for headings granularity. Spoken language. Spoken language. Speech rate. Windows. Links. Controls. Headings. Here is my headings. I am now sitting on the headings granularity, and now to move through the different headings that we have here, all we need to do now is to swipe down with one finger at a time until we reach the particular heading we're after. I'll now swipe down with one finger and pay attention as we go along. One finger heading in list. I swipe down and it says one finger, and I swipe down again. One finger back and forth, heading. One finger back and forth, heading. Swipe down. One finger angle, heading. We are down to the one finger angle. Swipe down one more time. Two fingers, heading. Two fingers, heading. And this is where we need to be. 
And as I indicated at the beginning though, that the last time what we saw was the triple tapping with two fingers to activate the read from next item, which will do a continuous read from that next item. Today, however, we're looking at triple tap and hold. In other words, you tap three times with two fingers and then holding it. That triple tapping and holding does what we call muting talkback. However, that's not the word that it is used here. It is, however, says stop or start speech. I'll move down there so you'll hear what I'm talking about. Triple tap and hold with two fingers, turn speech on or off. We heard triple tap and hold with two fingers, turn speech on or off. In other words, that's how you go about muting talkback. What this does is that it mutes talkback but does not unload talkback. So in other words, if you want to read something in Braille and you want to mute your talkback so that you're not hearing talkback while you're using your Braille device, then you may want to mute your talkback. And the way we do that is to triple tap with two fingers and hold, and that will mute it, and when we do that again, it will toggle speech back on. I will now triple tap and hold with two fingers to show you what I'm talking about. Spoken feedback is off. I heard spoken feedback is off. I'll triple tap and hold again with two fingers. Spoken feedback is on. Spoken feedback is on. Now, if you don't like that, though, here's the good thing about Android is that you can change some of these things. And so, for example, let's say I do not like using the triple tap and holding with two fingers to mute and unmute talkback. I could tap here where it says triple tap and hold with two fingers, turn speech on or off. If I tap there and I want to change it, for example, I'm not going to change mine, but I'll show you what I'm talking about just in case you prefer to use a different gesture for it. It's all up to you. I'll tap here and see what it affords us to do by the way of customization. Android Accessibility Suite. Triple tap and hold with two fingers out of list. So in reality, if you're going to change it, I probably would just change it to maybe like the tap or whatever. But in reality, if that is conflicting with something, then it's best to just leave it to uh, the triple tap and hold with two fingers. Or you could even go change one of those three finger gestures uh, to this if that's what you want. In other words, if I didn't want this to be the one that I use in muting my talkback, for example, I could go choose one of the four finger gestures and assign it to it. Triple tap with four fingers, tap to assign. So for example, let's say I decide to use a four finger triple tap instead. I don't know why anyone would want to do that, which one is easier. But if you want that, you prefer that, you could tap this one and go choose to mute talkback using the triple tapping with four fingers to mute and unmute talkback. I'll show you what I'm talking about before we close. Android Accessibility Suite. So I tap there and it places me on the things that I could reassign to the triple tapping with four fingers. And let's see if the muting of talkback is here. And now we're on this page. If I want to reassign that four finger to my muting and unmuting talkback, of course, then you need to go to the reading heading. So for instance, if I swipe down until I get to the reading heading. Basic navigation, heading, 
System Actions, Heading, Reading, Heading. And here I am under the Reading Heading, and underneath this, I'll find where it talks about muting or unmuting talkback, and thus stop and start speech. Read from top. We hear read from top. That's not what I want. I'm going to scroll down. Read from next item. Pause or resume speech. Turn speech on or off. And here is turn speech on or off. That's the one that will happen. If I tap here, it will reassign that gesture to my forefinger triple tap. And that's what we have in the way of the muting and unmuting talkback. And that concludes that segment. And Austin, how do people get hold of us? So people to locate us, they can email us with their questions or feedback or comments or recording submissions to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. They can browse our website, blindandroidusers.com. Check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash blindandroidusers. Subscribe to our mailing list, blindandroidusers, plus subscribe at groups.io. The links for Telegram and Twitter Clubhouse will be in the show notes with all the other links. So that is it from us this week. Thank you so much, Austin. And with that, guys, we want to thank you again for joining us and listening to us again. And we look forward to seeing you guys next week when we have that big party of the 75th anniversary. And from me, it's goodbye. Bye. Later. Hi everyone and look forward to see you in episode 75. Thanks for listening to another clip from the Blind Android Users channel. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you're notified of every new material that we upload. Thanks again for listening to the Blind 